So would you say if we uh not I'm not particularly talking to you, Hazan, I'm just gonna use you to bounce off of something. So taking the, the statement being ourselves reality, then any movement toward reality would actually be a movement away from reality, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the premise is being ourselves reality. And what would spiritual seeking be? Would be mostly moving towards reality, yes? As an idea, yeah. As an idea. But in fact, what it would be doing would be moving away from reality. Yeah. Because why? Because being ourselves reality, uh, reality, this is a statement from Ramana Maharshi, you know, the greatest mystery being ourselves reality is reality wanting to attain reality. Yeah. So from the premise of non-duality, the searching for the truth with the truth is actually a denial of the fact that we're the truth. Yes. Yes. You see it? You see it as a movement? So if what's looking is what we're looking for, mm -hmm. then the, the effect of that message landing would probably diminish the looking for. Yes? It wouldn't make the looking for surgical and more laser-like and see farther. It would diminish the looking for because what's looking is what you're looking for. So in a sense, the looking for is, is a denial of what's looking, is what we're looking for, yeah? Um, you see, there's a, there's a logic in it, and that yeah. logic is gonna be constantly repeated in non-duality, in my sense. It's almost like falling down a stair, stairs, yes? Yeah. Yeah. It and it's it's quite contrary to mental logic. So mental logic will usually do like when a dog's trying to understand you, that little head thing. The mental logic will get confused because the mental logic is based not on being reality. Mm -hmm. On finding it's based on being a long-lasting, independent, separate thing. Yes. So having the, the tumultuous uh, effects of being a fragile, uh, fraught with concern about not getting what it wants and losing what it has, yeah, that predicament, which is chaotic and agitated, is the starting point that actually drives a lot of looking for something different than that as being the uh, the bomb, the B-A-L-M, the soothing aspect of it. So spirituality would be called a way of trying to get relief from that. Yes? Yes. Yes, but if, if we're trying to get relief from that, and we are not of that, getting relief for that is going to 
be used in duality, in a dualistic manner, as a denial of what we are. Because... It's not like if you walked up to everyone and said, are you in right now, are you in the act of denying what you are? Of course, they would say no, because they're probably thinking they're thinking of themselves at that moment and shit like that. Yeah? yeah. Yeah. And they've just checked themselves in a mirror and they saw themselves in the shopper's window and they've seen reflections and they've been reminded of themselves all day. But in fact, that constant reminding of ourselves of what we're not is the denial of what we are. Mm. Yeah. So see duality, not as a, like a, a scientific equation, but as an activity. Yeah. So it's not, we're not seeing duality. It's how we're looking is the dualistic. Yeah. So we look at everything through a dualistic lens. So when you see the front of something and you want that, you're also going to get the back of the something. Right. The the opposites. Yeah. Not not so much even the opposite, but like two sides of the same coin. Yeah. Sometimes it can be extremely opposite. But let's say you're this is a statement from the Course of Miracles. If you've ever heard it. Yes. You heard of it? Yeah, I'm not engaged. Uh, yeah, yeah. So the course in miracles, there's this one statement where it says, uh, "Firm in faith in this something else that the head has made to be ourselves." Yeah. So it's it's describing a condition, maybe unto unbeknownst to the person or the not the person, but the 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 condition itself doesn't know it's in this condition. Yeah. So the condition is describing, and I'm changing it because in the Course of Miracles says you have made this something else to be yourself. I do not believe you do anything. Yeah. And we're also getting the fact when it comes to foreign policy, that off. Al Trump holds up Vladimir Putin, writes love letters to Kim Jong-un. Someone has to unmute that. Yeah. People is really darn smart. Hey, um, whoever's right. hosting it, thanks. All right. So... So it, I don't like the idea that you are doing anything. I don't believe that it's just doing stuff. Yeah. So, okay. but here, so I changed it, which is uh, firm in faith. So this is the condition of that you are that which your head has made to be you, right? There's something else that's made to be you is the act of denial of what we are. So you see that as a dualistic movement. Yeah. Dualistic in the sense that what we are versus what we're not. Well, the dualistic in a sense that faith, right, in something that's not true could be construed as a denial of the truth. Okay, yeah, I do see that. Yeah, yeah. so the there's a flavor. So it goes one way, and there's a there's another uh, effect that goes seemingly, if you want to make it a contrast, the other way. Yeah, so you would feel... Yes, so the firm in faith in this something else that the head has made to be us, which is the the devoted listening to the activity of the head, you know, the think the thoughts being broadcast and all that. Yes? There's faith in that, and that faith in that is the denial of what we are. 
Yeah. Uh-huh. I follow. All that's needed because the thing is, what we're having faith in is what we're not. Yeah. You don't have to have faith in what you are. You just have to see the faith in what you're not. Yeah. Tell the truth about that. And the only place the faith can go is back to what you are, in a sense. Yeah. If you try to have faith in what you are as what you're not, isn't that more faith in what you're not? Yeah, but then, okay, so my, my question would be, if, if there's faith in, so if there's a seeing of what I'm not, wouldn't that maybe jump to something else that I'm not and something else that I'm not added ad infinitum, you know, to, to just the myriad of things instead of coming back to, we're trying to find what I am? Or rest no. no, because the seeing what you're not isn't, you don't see a what you're not. You see an activity that has been implying or inferring or in assuming some, an idea that we are the one picturing. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't paint the picture. It implies the picture is already painted. Yeah. So okay. mostly when the selfing arises, it says you already are a self, yeah? So you're a historical fact to its imagination and narrative, yeah? See, this is the trick in time. If you were here and then you saw a doing, yeah? And then you would see something claiming the doing or you would sense it. And then that the feeling of being the doer would arrive. It would be obvious that you were before the doer arriving, yes? Yes. Here you are, and then you're free of this idea, and so you see the idea starting to be manufactured. Yeah. There would be an assurance that you weren't that idea because you were seeing it. Yeah. yeah. Now, what happens here, we're not seeing anything in a way. We're looking, yeah, which is directed awareness, yeah? And that directed awareness is directed not to be aware of awareness, so to speak, yeah? It's directed... To, to be aware of you, right? Becoming aware or getting more aware. Yes, yes. So the story always reverts back to its own emphasizing. And so it starts in time, but when we come to, it's already, it's already produced a history that you're not only the doer right now, you've been a doer your whole life, yes? And then you have a whole backup to verify this idea of memory, yeah, I did this, I did that, yeah, 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 yeah. So the 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 act of denial of what we are when doing arises and it's noted is being the doer. Yeah. When doing is used to imply the doer, that's the denial of what you are. What? Yeah. Yeah, because all there is is doing. So yes. Uh, the idea of being the doer would be a denial of what you are. So you see, there's one activity affirming something, but at the same time, it's it's denying something else in a way. Yeah? yeah. And a lot of times, people think they're going somewhere, and they're actually going the exact opposite way. And Ramana describes, it. I feel, this idea beautifully where it says, there's a presupposing of a non-existent thing, yeah? What is that but a body, yeah? So what's the presupposing of the non-existent thing? 
that the non-existent thing is what's existing, really. Yeah. So suddenly the non-existent thing is now given uh, the role of being that which is existing, which is the, the conception of duality, which is the object of the non-existent thing, is now attributed to having the subjective uh, ability. Yes. So now it's I am Paul. So Paul is existing in and of itself as an object, just demonstrating subjective quality. That's duality. That's dualism. Yes? Okay. This yeah. is what non-duality negates. It just negates this assumption. So it goes, there's a presupposing. So what would that be? Something would be assumed now, and then it would be it would be pre-assumed historically. Yeah? This is the move. It does. So there's a presupposing. So how does the non-existent thing constantly being supposed as a as an existent thing? Doer, being the doer, being the seer, being the feeler, being the taster, being the thinker. Yeah. The claiming of these activities is what gives the the evidence to prove that there's a one who's doing the activities, a one who's seeing feeling, tasting, touching, smelling, yes? And suddenly, in that situation, this one may get stirred up to a point where it wants to seek salvation for itself, yeah? Yeah. The agitation gets to be a certain level where it, get, it gets moved, that it doesn't, it doesn't have a, a clear understanding, which is to get out of that which is causing the agitation, it's trying to get peace as that agitation. Yeah. So it right. wants you that <laughs> to arrive at where it can arrive. So there's the presupposed the non-existent thing, taken to be the existent thing, wanting to get salvation. And he says, this is pretty much the premise of this activity of selfing, yes? Yeah. If this is the case, which he's basically saying, this is the case, your spiritual practices themselves are reinforcing the non-existent thing. How can they destroy it? This is exactly what we were just been talking about. You see it? Yeah. It's like it's going way one way, but it's actually doing a, the exact opposite in a sense, yeah? Yeah. So your spiritual practices aren't bringing a relief; they're they're reinforcing a bondage, yeah, to this idea of being the existent thing. Mm. And then it gets so absurd that that non-existent thing, that which is moving it, now wants to experience its own absence, but wants to be there to experience it. So it wants to experience itself. <laughs> as a non-existent thing, but as an existent thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> it goes, it, and that joke just circulates. <laughs> it just keeps repeating. Because it yeah. keeps forgotten, and then repeated, and then... Yes, because the claiming of knowledge concerning that activity is going to imply that it's the you that's an expression of that activity is the one that seen the activity. Yeah. So this is why when I, whatever happened in this life, 
you know, the seat assignment was to share with people. And then I had a, certain things happen. And I realized uh, in my own case, if I don't see this mental activity, yeah, not look at it from, from its product, but see it from awareness, I'm going to be looking from it. That's just, just that easy. And I didn't think it just was personally applied here. I felt there was a blanket application to any head, any mind that's that's happening here. Yeah. So if you don't see that the seeing is claimed after you see something, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have a revelation about what you're not, and it's going to be held as what you're not. <laughs> yeah. And then what you expected from freedom doesn't seem to translate. Yeah. Because your freedom has been claimed by that which you would like to be free from this idea. Yeah. The idea now is living as the one that's searching for freedom. <laughs> yeah this happened to me and then you get you get your car runs out of gas and you're in a dead end alley and you're pointed the wrong way so what do you do fucking just let the house of cards fall and see what happens yeah you're not going to get out of it as it yeah yeah this is the great news hallelujah yeah. 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 But there's an awareness that's before everything, let's say, yeah, or anything that can appear. It must appear in awareness. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes. So let's say the awareness, whatever you want to call it, is the before that's before the meant the time before and after. Yeah. So there's a huge before, before the, uh, the, before the, you know, the before and after of time. Yeah. And yeah. so if you follow this statement, selfing occurs. And in that selfing, it implies something. And something takes on that implying and then lives as if or imagines itself to be what it thinks the selfing implies. And then self is formed, yes, the idea. And then that idea of self is presupposed to be before everything. So now when you get a clarity about selfing, you're unclear about it because you think you're the one that's been selfing. Or the selfing has been driving you crazy. You see, you're now looking at everything through a verb of awareness, but seeing it, the claiming of it is as a noun. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This is it. This is the activity of bondage. It's not something that ever happened. It seems to be happening. So, so what is it to, I guess, es establish one's starting point in the pre- um, well, that's already taken care of. This is the assumption of non-duality is being ourselves reality. So you may not like me and respect me, but if you respect Ramana Maharshi, he states it very clearly, being ourselves reality. Sounds like a present tense condition, yes? Yeah. 
Yeah, so that's already established. And what then, we want to see is what's saying it's established before that, <laughs> which is this mental activity. Yeah. It's, so so what is here is here, and what what seems to come up and and claim it is what we're looking at and through. Yes. yes. We're looking at, and then then we're looking through, when the magic works. Yes. So you're aware of it, and now suddenly it's it that's aware. You see? It claims the awareness, and now it says it's the one who's aware. Right. And yes. it brings sort of a sense of almost comfort because it's nice to be defined or habitually nice to be defined. I don't know, but it seems kind of comfortable or familiar. It can, but it's like the you know Pink Floyd, comfortably numb. Yes, there's a cost to that comfort. Yeah. A numbness. And what is the numbness to? The reality. <laughs> As the reality, which sounds funny. <laughs> but in fact, that's what's going on. What could fool reality other than reality? I don't think nothing could fool reality unless real reality wanted to be fooled, eh? Don't you think? <laughs> it has to, yeah. I mean exactly. So we're in cahoots with the whole activity. <laughs> Yeah, that's the only way it could be imagined. There is no self. Self doesn't have any life force. It's an idea, yeah? It's an idea that's given life by our taking it to be so, yeah? So our, we are the life giver. We breathe life into it through an ignorance in a way, let's say, or an unknowing or a who knows what. But I real I humbly feel that the closest I can get to what I am is that I am the seeing of what I'm not. Yes. Hmm. That pretty much is the end of the defined uh, explanation for me. There's an awareness of what I'm not, and that's as close as I can get to what I am. Yes. Yes. I feel right now. I am the awareness of what I'm not. So the thoughts and all this stuff, yes? Yeah, so, and you know, I'm sure you've heard it a lot of times, this place is cast as a dreaming, so to speak, yes? There's the dreaming of Maya or illusion. It's always given a certain sense. So, uh, but the dreaming, the Course in Miracles goes to a point where you and I are the dreaming, which I, I like, yeah? So the only thing that could be dreaming is what's dreaming, which is you and I, yeah? So we're giving everything all the meaning it has. And obviously, if this was a real place, it would impose its meaning on you, wouldn't it? But in fact, this is a subjective experience, what we're having. Yes? We give yeah. everything the meaning it has. That means the things that we are giving meaning to are empty. Yes? They're yeah. empty of meaning. Yes. Like in Buddhism. Yeah? Everything is inherently empty. Exactly. Therefore, we can give it meaning, which is us as the dreaming. Yeah? Uh-huh. Yeah. So... Can I ask a clarifying question on that? Yeah. So if... But I if, don't want it to be clarified. That's yeah. not the point. It's to frustrate everybody. 
<laughs> um, it may sound like it makes a lot of sense. It's still that it ain't going to do shit. <laughs> That's what I hope it leads to is <laughs> utter <out of> futility. <laughs> but go ahead, clarify. Well, so if it is a, if it is a looking from what we are and seeing what we're not, but what we see is all what we are or made up of what we are, then what is the what we're not, I guess? Oh, I wouldn't go there. But you could say it's an appearance, but as an appearance, it is not us. But when it, you know, it's an appearing, it's of us, but it as an appearance, it's not us. Yeah. It's made to be different than us. Yeah? I see. So the, so so all the appearances are of us, but as an appearance, they're not. Yes. Right. So the question comes from that, that we're not. Yeah. You see, see, people always want to have a, a, a reminder. The most constant reminder is what you're aware of throughout the day and being held as not you. I mean, it does an incredible job. It's just those, it's, you're using the same poison that the head uses, which is incessant repetition. And you're using it to negate the poison, so to speak. Yeah. So instead of greeting it seemingly quietly and just consenting to all the shit it's, you know, running, you're like, rec you're seeing it and you're recognizing it is not you. Yeah. Not bad. It doesn't matter. You don't have to have any idea of you. It's just not you. <laughs> Keep the what you are as a mystery. And what you see is not a mystery. But what you are is a mystery, but what you see is not a mystery. I yeah. see. But yeah. there's like a felt sense of what we are, right? Mm -hmm. There's like a felt sense of yeah, what we for are. Sure. Presence. Yes. There's a sense. And uh, see, there's a great little riff that Ramana did in one of those books you could buy at Tiruvannamalai where he lived. Yeah. They, sell them, they used to sell them for a nickel or something. So I had a couple of them. And one of them, I don't have it around here. It was quite nice because they had question and answers. And and somebody who had been around there was, was writing about Ramana's teachings. And he had this, ep this episode of question and answers. And, you know, a question that gets asked quite a lot is, is there predetermination or free will? Or to be a little more subtle, is there free will and predetermination? Yeah. So everyone talks. And so Ramana at, at this event answers the question and he says, if there's a sense of individuality, there's going to be a sense of free will. Yes. He didn't say us. He didn't say if there's an individuality because there isn't. He says if there's a sense of individuality, and a sense of individuality doesn't come from being an individual, it's manufactured. Yes. Yeah. So the sense of individuality is a way of convincing something that's a nothing to take itself to be a something, so to speak. Yeah. So the sense of individuality is in has to be in place for you to have a sense of free will, yeah? So let's say you're not even looking at the sense of individuality, it's just called you all the time, yeah? 
So you now are interested in this idea of self-will and God's will and predetermination. So you do a two-week uh, seminar that of proving beyond a doubt there is no free will. Yeah. Okay. But the sense of individuality is in, is in place. You've learned all this shit. And that sense of individuality was the claiming of it. So then you go to a Baskin Robbins ice cream parlor and they have 28 flavors and you're in my, your head, you've been thinking about vanilla and then you change your mind when you get to the counter and you get a mocha. You've just blown the two weeks of no free will. Yes, because the free will is is comes with the package of the sense of individuality yeah if the sense of individuality is intact you're going to constantly have a sense of free will yeah that's the way you described it beautiful really so if you heard that would you dwell on free will or not free will or would you dwell on the sense of individuality sense of individuality it's the, the exactly. source of the other illusion Exactly. So this is the point. Let's get to down to the source of where things uh, are given direction instead of, you know, trying to ask why they have this direction. Just go to that sense of individuality. Is it a sense of individuality without an individual? Yes. Wow. Great. Yeah. So Will you still have the sense of individuality when you realize there is no individual? Yes, the sense of the sense of individuality will be produced by the mental activity. Does that mean you're an individual? No, but you're, it's going to produce it. So while you're seeing certain things, to try to expect the non-existent action figure to see the same things, it ain't going to happen because it's programmed. Yes. It's programmed that it is the individual that has the sense of I am, which is not Paul, but is being attributed to or made up to be Paul. What are we feeling all day? If there is no individual, we're not feeling a sense of individuality. That's the interpretation from the head. We're feeling presence. We're feeling I am. Yes? Yeah. The I am interpreted or claimed by the head is turned into a verification of being the individual, Paul. Yeah? And now it's a tiny little move because now that bothersome constant reminding of the I am is now been neutered because every time you sense the presence of I am, you call it Paul. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's a beautiful move. It gets constantly referred back to its idea. It's using, it's beautiful, really. So I am Paul, and now the Paul... See, the head can only do this. I was Paul, I will be Paul. Therefore, I am Paul. What gives it the <laughs> its conviction is the I am. So just like you have a presence of individuality, there's a presence that doesn't 
get interpreted as an individual. There's a presence of onness, yes? Yeah, right now. Yes, always right now and yeah. always on until that which could notice it was off is gone. So it's always on, yeah, until it isn't. And then there'll be a, there won't be anyone there to know that it's gone or bemoan it, it's lost. It's always here, yeah, on. Yeah, so because... this is just a correction of a mistake, which is beautiful because the Course of Miracles also says there are no sins, there's only mistakes. And every mistake can be corrected. So basically, the sense of individuality can be used to verify the sense of presence. Yes, that's how everything is given great value by its failing. Yeah, yeah. That's the greatest form of success. When all of your attempts to get out of shit don't work, maybe you finally realize you're not in the shit you've been trying to get out of. <laughs> And then what would happen? You'd stop trying to get out. And you'd find you're in something, but not what you thought you were in that demanded to get out. You may be in presence all the time. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and the, way keep, the way it kind of keeps that illusion going is like you said, the past and the future. But even like the moment, it's a split second before or a split second after. It's never yeah. right. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Because it's a product of time. So we can move slow or fast, but there's going to be a speed. Yeah. yeah. But what we are of is not of time. So we don't have to rush or slow down. It just is. Yes. So in every, in every moment of time, there's the timeless aspect. Yeah. Yeah. And so we are before. You'll see it. You'll see that the head arises, thinks thoughts, and then implies something. And then you live as if you've been that which was implied since you were a kid. You, know, you, you, can, you, can, you can break down the magic trick and see it. Yeah. And that's only the, the only ability to be able to do that is you're not of it. Yeah. You're before it. Yeah. And so. What will happen is if it's not you, you're going to lose interest in all of the shenanigans that go to support it and reinforce it and keep it propped up. And you're then that attention and awareness and interest that you are will go other places, yes, or no place, which is great. So you'll be a you'll be interested in that which isn't a thing. You'll be uh, attentive to space, so to speak. Yeah, or what you feel when you're in a room like this, there's a vibration and a a sound underneath all the sounds of the room. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So now you're interested and you're picking up. In other words, that antenna that could have picked up a lot of different channels that was, uh, you know, uh, just shrunk down to picking up only one station, K-Paul, all day. Now it starts picking up other messages. Yes. It's very yeah. cool. Yes. Yeah. And these messages, it, it may take time for them to play out, but they don't take time to download. Yes. They're just, it's mm -hmm. all there now. There's a knowing now, not a knowledge, a knowing. There's a yeah. knowing now 
we try to capture it with something. If you don't mind, people have heard this lots of times, but I think it works really well, which is, let's say, uh, you know, when I went to see this guy, Ramesh Balsakar in Bombay, yeah, he, he was talking to me and then he was saying, uh, and I made it into something else, but basically it was, all right, you have a house, yeah? You're in a house, it's probably yours or you're renting it or something like that. Do you forget that you have a house when you go to work? Do you have to chant, I have a house, I have a house, I have a house? No, there's a knowing that you have a house. It doesn't have to be, you know, remembered all every second. And all right, now, if you stayed overtime, would more time convince you you don't have a house? Probably not, yeah? All right, how about if your job was in Europe and your house was in America, would space convince you that you don't have a house? No, yeah? This is the knowing of what we are, yeah? Mm -hmm. it's, it's all, it's there. It doesn't have to be fortified and reinforced. There just needs to be a loss of interest in all the shenanigans on the surface, and it's going to sink there. It's going to go there, yeah? And so there's a knowing uh, that you got a house, no matter how far away or what work and how busy it is and how agitated your head may be or how it's telling you you're disconnected. None of that is possible. None of it can be seemed, none of it can be true because the underlying knowing that nothing is before, no fear or anxieties before that, is you have a house. You are that which you're looking for. Yes? Yeah. It's been settled, and it's settled your life. That whole idea has been settled. It's uh, it's it's a precedent now. So that yes. interest, how do you, I mean, not how do you, but you said there's a loss of interest, like a losing of interest in and the, like, how does that happen? Or what is that process? Doesn't, you just watch it happen. I feel how it happens is the thing, the guiding light for all that interest and attention was like a light to a moth, yeah? Now, do I want to constantly bat the moths away or sit them down and try to talk to them about, forget about going to that light. They're going to keep going to the light. But if I unscrew the bulb, they're going to go somewhere else, yes? Yeah? So when you, when you, this idea of you isn't you, isn't the center of the universe, when you see it may not be you, there's a loss of interest in it. I see. Yes. I see. And then there's a the migration. And then you discover what's going on through observation and expression. Shit happens and things are revealed. Yes. As yeah. you're running around. Yeah. And humbly, hopefully, if this works the way it worked with me, it will become the last answer, which will be an incredible answer in time and space in this action figure world, because it's gonna take away any need for any more answers concerning this topic of what we are and what we're not. Yes, that dispute will be resolved. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is really opportune timing. I, like you said, the house of cards have kind of fallen lately, and it's kind of a rocky bottom. So I, I really appreciate you, and thanks no, for. No problem, bro. Well, yeah. Well, come back. There's, there's, 
this umbrella plays a lot of roles, this Zoom, this Zoom event. You know, a lot of people give it a lot of meaning and what it's going on. So just stay under the umbrella for an hour or two. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Very nice to meet you, Paul. I don't know who's running the show, but if any, uh, we have anyone else have a question or an answer or, or an answer or, or a share or whatever. No. All right. That's good. All right. We can end early then. It'd be nice. I'm going to say hello and someone I'm sure is going to come no. up. Oh. <laughs> you can't end so, early. Um, right. So I was listening to one of your audios and you started out with, you can't, you, you can only teach duality. Yes. You can only teach duality. Yeah. And, that just, uh, you know, just like some of your statements just boom. And and it, it just got me thinking about, you know, well, <laughs> you're basically only teaching imagination. Everything is made up. It's just all all made up. Yeah. yeah. You, you can only teach duality. <laughs> yes. As a teacher, well, that's pretty funny. <laughs> Yeah, well, you, we, we can only live non-duality. <laughs> and so in, based on that fact, the only thing you can teach is duality. So you can learn about what you're not. In a weird way, that's how we come about to find out what we are in duality. is through negation of what we thought we were. Yeah? Yeah. We realize we never thought ever. So what we thought we were wasn't us thinking it. It was it was brought to us by the thinking, yes, the thoughts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We didn't come up with it, you know. So, yeah. And again, if you had a pair of glasses on, yet you assume they were your eyes, would you ever be able to entertain the possibility of taking them off? <laughs> and as soon as someone shared with you that they could possibly be glasses then a possibility would open up to you that was never available before, which is I can take them off. There you go. Yeah. That's the, that's the message, literally. When the, mess, when the selfing is seemingly working, it, we, are, we are bereft of possibility. That's one of the things we get starved of the most is possibility. Everything yeah, sure. is the time. And it's like, you maybe were once okay, and you maybe will once be okay, but usually the nagging quote unquote reality is you're unokay. Yes. And it just gives you all these, uh, you know, do this, do that, do this, do that. And then obviously you're, you're wanting to be okay can become another form of addiction. And now you're fucking, you know what I mean? You're on the bicycle, the, thing in your treadmill for 12 hours yeah yeah <laughs> the non-duality talks <laughs> yeah it really is slavery like you say i believe so yeah 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 enslaved to, for uh you know 
with the idea, you know, the need to be liberated. I believe something really needs to be liberated, but it's not us. I do. I do. I really do. I mean, so you get freed from the need to be liberated. Pretty good. That's a big one. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like the, it's like you're 100% available to that pillow when your head lands on it at night <laughs> there's nothing being held back you just you you're just whatever sailing into the mystic <laughs> you know i, I want to have insurance i'll be waking up no there's no insurance tell me it's going to be okay you're past that yeah who gives you any idea you're going to appear again the next morning? We most of us go there willingly. Eh? <laughs> I can't wait to put my head down there. Yeah, you have no. Do you have an insurance policy for that? Can you imagine if they had they sold sleep insurance policies? All right, we're going to insure you that you won't die, and then. They never have to fulfill because you die, and they would, no one could get the uh, take the dividend from the policy. Yeah, I bet you people would buy it. it. Was so fucking crazy. Yes, I bought an insurance policy. Everything will be taken care of if I don't wake up. <laughs> you better tell other people. <laughs> You really usually don't you look at you're almost there already, Zoe. You're pretty much once this is over, you're out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're not you don't seem like super fearful. Or fucking you don't feel like you're on the edge of the void, the event horizon. But there's gonna be a period there's Zoe won't won't be there. There'll be there won't be a peep out of Zoe at all deep sleep yes it's funny it is the greatest relief we have is when we're not there to have it isn't it i mean what would people do without sleep they'd be really fucking insane can you imagine Jeez, christ thank god some people i know have to go home and eventually this conversation's going to end they're going to go home thank god <laughs> and hopefully they're going to fall asleep and hopefully they won't get back on it the next day yeah isn't that really i want to be assured every everything works but you go to sleep every night you don't have any insurance on that Oh, I don't know what surrender is. Yes, you do. What's that? What's that? Every night you surrender. Really? Do you have any guarantee? Are you? Do you have anyone covering what happens between 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, getting reports every 20 minutes? you know, with a chip or something. No, you're out on the mystical ocean alone. So 
so to speak. Yes. You wake up. You know, you're awake before it awakes. Yeah. Yeah. Because what what we are has never gone to sleep, obviously. So there's a sleep, and then when you have the morning wake up, you're you're awake before that. There's a second or two, yeah. That you you're already awake, and then it pronounces that it's awake, <laughs> the head, and then the day for the head starts. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> it's funny yeah? we make spiritual practices things we do every day I try I'm learning how to turn it over you turn your fucking life over every night to Tempur-Pedic or beauty rest or something <laughs> <laughs> you don't know Tempur-Pedic. You don't know. You may have some intentions you're not aware of. Could be absorbing you as you as you sleep. Yeah. Though you're completely fucking suspicious of your neighbors. You're constantly, what are they doing over there? Calling the police on them. He just looks suspicious. But fucking go to sleep for eight hours. You don't know what happened, did you? Yeah. So, uh, let's, uh, what is death going to be? It's going to be like going to bed, eh? Like suffering in life, like being sick, that's not death. That may bring death quicker yes but death is must is like going to sleep and i'll tell you i i shared it the other day and i've shared it many times you know as an ex, as an impression in living which this event is yes things that happen in this life leave impressions on the action figure and i remember my father getting very ill when i was six and my mother knowing that she would have to explain things to me so I wouldn't misconstrue what was going on. And she brought the family doctor and shit. And I remember when they told me about, you know, my father wasn't going to play with me as much as anymore and shit like that. The first thing, that, how the head went was, what did I do to cause my father not to want to play with me? Yeah, that was pretty clear. You could see it. And this came valuable later on. And then when I was about nine, my mother asked me to get my father. He was taking a nap upstairs for lunch and he was sleeping in my bed. And I went up there to wake him up and he was had a nice smile on his face. He had passed away. Yeah. Now, I didn't know death yet, so I didn't know he had died. He just looked like he was happy. He was just, he was at peace. And then my mother came in the room because he hadn't moved. And when I saw her reaction, I knew something happened. And then I had the experience of someone dying. Yeah, But the impression was so great because he hadn't smiled in years. And there he was smiling. Yeah. Yeah. 
probably some of the best expressions you're going to see on people's faces is when they're sleeping. Yeah. They look like an angry motherfucker all day. Then they're laying down. They look peaceful like a little baby. <laughs> yeah. So. Living in a lot of pain and suffering can be terrible. I don't think death is, to tell you the truth. But hey, this is just a, an opinion, it's not the non-duality teaching. I'm just sharing my observations of things. Yeah. Yeah. The life can go on and on, but death is usually, you'd have to say death is sudden. Yeah. The slowing down of life may not be, but the death is quite sudden. Yeah. It's sort of being, it's not usually, most people don't come back alive. Some people do. 30 seconds later or something, but usually it's a finito. Yeah. I mean, the last breath and everything and then everyone leaves and yeah. Yeah. You know, I died a few times, supposedly. And I tell you, I have no memory. Uh, but when I was brought back to life, uh, it's like you're thinking you're watching a, a movie, but you're the character of the movie. So when being the character of the movie, the character stops when the movie stops. Yeah. Now you were mistaking awareness to being the character. But the character stops as and it's going to be as if it never happened. It only happens in the movie. The character, the, the uh, yes, it doesn't have a memory. Yeah, that awareness. Uh, you know, I had this great opportunity when I was young to help in a birth. Yeah, a lady I knew, the guy that had uh, had the baby with her, didn't want to have anything to do with it and stuff. So she was. In Queens, I was up. I was up in New Hampshire, and it was planned that when she went into whatever thing, she was going to call me, and I'd come down, and I did. Her name was Fran, and we had a. She had like a futon, and uh, and against the wall, and I was at the wall and holding it like this, and we had a big uh, full length mirror so you could watch the baby come out was unbelievable really you know the popping of the head and everything and the energetics were quite uh memorable yeah it made a big impression especially when i went back in and she dropped the placenta that room was full of light it was mind-boggling and then i was at the death of a lady and it was the exact same energy so i think the entrance and exit door are the same door in a way yeah, I do. So, but the feeling really almost as if it was a portal and that portal had the same feeling coming or going. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. I'm going to say goodbye. No. All right. I have Dana. Nice to see Dana. 
Thank you. Thank you for just you. enjoying uh, relief, Dana. I'd like to see you enjoy the relief. The message has oh, brought yeah. Fantastic. Very happy about it. Uh, got Andy S. Thank you, Andy. David, down under. Yeah, call that company. I think they should take the rats away, don't you? Yeah. I reckon they should call it. Yeah. yeah. William Stamps. Thank you, Paul. Hey, William. Kerry, as always, nice to see you. John K. Mike G. Geo. Craig May. Uh, I heard Craig's painting uh, the closet, Craig's closet. Yeah. With some gorgeous colors. <laughs> yeah. Sherry, as always. Nice to see you. Hassan, thank you for uh, allowing me to riff with you. Dhruv, very nice to meet you again. Nice to see you. Jacob, Lindy, like the, like the sky there. Rico, Mr. Cruz. Alan, Mr. Olson. Helmer, you need a haircut, bro. <laughs> You're looking like a race ahead, the David Lynch movie. That's not a compliment. Serious. Elliot Rosen. Nice to see you. I hope I see you when I'm down in Dover. Be nice, yeah. Zoe Banks, as always, Arkansas. I had the pleasure of Zoe meeting Zoe here. Uh, she came to, uh, she was doing something else. I don't want to talk to, about what it was or with who, but she uh, took out. I actually she, wasn't. <laughs> You aren't. Oh. No, your message uh got through and I couldn't I couldn't attend any of the meetings. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it would have been cooler if you hadn't paid. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> oh, that's nice, Zoe. Thank you. Rick Rowe. Now, Rick Rowe is Toronto. Rob used to be Toronto. He's now up in uh, British Columbia. Yeah. Happy to see him over here. Oh, no, I can't say anything. I don't think anyone's listening. <laughs> we got Ravi. Ravi Kant's iPhone. Nice to see you, Ravi. We got Hari, our friend from Portland. Uh, doo -doo -doo -doo. You figured it out, Paul. Good one. Oh, thank you. Uh, who else? I don't know. Wait, let me see. Let me get to page two. Okay, <laughs> we got Mike M. John S. from Florida, my friend. Hmm? Thank you for everything. Oh, you're welcome, man. We'll yeah. send you latte money. Oh, latte money, yes. Uh yeah, my lavish lifestyles. Yes. Walter, my brother from another mother. <laughs> Amsterdam. Uh, that's Susanna W. Susanna, a very young looking old friend of mine. And uh, very happy that I keep seeing her on Zoom.
And uh, yeah. All right, I think I hit everyone. Rick Rowe, I got Rick, everybody. Craig May, Elliot Rosen, everyone. Hey, thank you so much for tonight. It's a very nice to get together with all of you and sit sit Thanks. around. And um, thank you. We'll be here tomorrow. Next Wednesday, we will not be here. I'll be I'll be flying into. Uh, I got to go to New York next Wednesday night. So we're only going to miss Wednesday and Thursday next week. We'll have Saturday, and, we'll, and that's it. Uh, so I leave on Wednesday. So Saturday and and Tuesday will be on this week and tomorrow, Thursday, Saturday, and Tuesday. All right. Thank you. If you're confused, hey, you. if you're Thank confused, you, go to the website. All right. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Paul. Thanks, Paul. Yeah, Bye. Thank you, Paul. See you guys. Thank you, Rick. Thanks, Thank you, Kerry.